0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Women X Film Festival podcast. I'm Emily, part of the Ryan Pictures team, and I'm here with Lucy Chapel, whose short film The Witching is Screening as part of our conversation starter strand this year. So hi Lucy. We're gonna hi. <laughs> we're gonna start off with some quick introductory questions to get to know you a little bit. So start off, what is your favorite film? Okay, so
1: favorite film. Obviously the impossible question, um, but I've gone with Silver Linings playbook because oh, I mean, I, I I just feel like I can come back to it any time, any mood. I can watch it whenever it reminds me of so many things. I think the acting is brilliant. I could quote it on a daily basis. And yeah, it just makes me happy and brings all the feels at the same time. So I think it's a good choice all around.
0: Yeah, we love that in a film. Um, what's an upcoming film um, that you're looking forward to? Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Scrapper, directed by
1: Charlotte Regan. She is just a very impressive and accomplished director. Um, so, of course, I want to see her first feature. And Harris Dickinson with bleach blonde hair. Need I say more? <laughs>
0: No, yeah, also really looking forward to that for for very similar reasons. Um, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> if if you could have a dinner party with three filmmakers, um, who would you pick? So I've
1: chosen Brandon Cronenberg, Andrea Arnold, and Julia Ducournau. I think, in terms of subject matter and content of the films that they're making and the stories that they're telling, I think it really aligns with what I really like and what I want to do and yeah i just think it could be a, a very interesting conversation probably quite um <laughs> probably quite dark to an extent so we could <laughs> get on to some like quite uncomfortable subject matter but i'm all here for that so um yeah i think that would be a that would be a, a sick dinner
0: <laughs> yeah for sure maybe maybe you want to eat first before you get on to the subjects we-
1: with water or yeah, just like not have any food in the picture whatsoever.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, then moving on to you and your film. um, Can you talk a bit about how you got into filmmaking and your experience in the industry so far?
1: Yeah, kind of quite a long story now, sort of 10 10 years-ish on the whole. So writing was absolutely my first passion um the first hobby that I took very very seriously when I was a teenager um and I've always loved film as I'm sure you know we could all all say that so started doing that and then I also kind of fell in love with acting and I, I decided that that's what I really wanted to do so I spent the first few years sort of like getting, you know, showroom, building credits before I got an agent. then I started um, auditioning for mainstream film and TV. And then that's when I was reading, see lots of scripts and fell in love with screenwriting. I've never looked back in terms of uh, writing format, apart from some poetry here and there. So I wrote my first feature at at 1920 when I was a fresher in uni. Um, I studied anthropology. I wasn't doing anything to do with film. So I was auditioning on the side. And filmmaking, I knew like I wanted to do it in some way, but particularly like writing a feature that would have cost would would cost still to this day so much money. It didn't seem like a tangible thing necessarily, but I've always written like scripts or stories in mind with them being but you know coming off the page and and being a film. And then when I was working as an actor, so in in film and TV and music videos, I didn't really also feel like, or I didn't have really experience of working really closely with the creatives on that those projects. You know, you can meet the director, or you can meet a producer, but you never really meet the writer because either they're not there or, you know, you, you, the access wasn't exactly there. Um, so again, it just felt like a faraway dream to to make something um so when I started acting in more short films and had closer relationships with the creatives or more of the process saw how people were just going out there and doing it whether finding the funding themselves or getting funding from somewhere else I think that was when I probably I felt inspired by those people and realized like well actually everybody is just you know, making this happen in some way, but on different scales. So by 24, I'd written like a couple more features and then my first short film, which was Yellowbird, which screened at Women X in 2021. I never really had intentions of writing a short necessarily, but I knew that that story was complete in 15 pages and then went to a a sort of industry um, series of workshops and... On one producing panel, it was all all female producers, and they were just talking about their experiences in the industry and their journeys to to making work. And I think I, I left that workshop thinking, right, okay. I am going to make this happen. I'm going to make this film. And although I did have contacts, I didn't, you know, I was starting from nothing really. So I crowdfunded that for that film. It took me six months. Um, obviously, like I built an amazing team around me, which I was I was really fortunate to do. So in terms of filmmaking, it's kind of gone from there. So I've directed several projects since, a few music videos and a few other shorts. But I feel like as a creative, as a writer, director, I've only just scratched the surface, I think, of what I really want to, to do and achieve. And so my experience lies more in working as, as an actor, but also in production, um, which I was doing for full time for a couple of years. And that is <laughs> so many experiences, good, bad, ugly, met amazing people, worked on amazing projects, um, done some absolutely crazy things, but also had some very, very tough Tough days, tough times, difficult or yeah, not particularly fun um, or supportive experiences, I'd say. So yeah, my experience is, is quite mixed. So I, I can't I feel like I can't really speak necessarily as it from a director's point of view or a writer's director's point of view, because I feel like I'm not quite, yeah, I'm just I'm not quite there yet, I suppose. But, you know, still here. <laughs> can't get away from it, still, still love it. And obviously, I mean, it's quite difficult at the moment, I think, for a lot of people, um, Mm. including me, and it's just changing all the time. But yeah, I'm only just getting started. So lots more to come. I hope.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, you mentioned your film Yellow Bird, which Mm -hmm. showed a previous iteration of Women X. And then you've got a new film in the festival this year, The Witching. Um, And, you know, Yellow Bird was this narrative thriller, whereas The Witching is much more experimental. So, I mean, uh, first off, if you could just give us, like, you know, a quick summary of the film for people who haven't seen it. And, yeah, just sort of tell us where the idea came from. And then I was also wondering how making an experimental film differed you from making that narrative film and other narrative films that you've made yeah um so the witching is
1: it's a short short film it's only about a minute and a half long um it kind of fuses together poetry and fashion it's it's more of a a mood piece i would say the idea actually came about it when it started as a, as a fashion editorial, it didn't actually start as a film. Um, last year, well, the second half of last year, I decided I wanted to make three really short projects that were all either like based on concepts that I really wanted to explore or moods that I really wanted to portray and sort of get my voice out there a bit, um, a bit more. So, yeah, it started as a series of like stills with, I, and I'd imagined like amazing styling. And because it was October, I wanted to do something quite witchy, but put this character in like really everyday scenarios. So a chicken shop and the tube and, you know, random streets in London, but just like looking really punk and, and cool. So, and I was like, well, shoot it on 35 millimeter and, you know, it, I'll then submit it to some editorial magazines and, So that's how it started. And then obviously I was like, well, I'm a filmmaker, so I should maybe make this into a film. (laughs) Um, And so it developed from there. But I knew I didn't want to um, I knew I didn't want to put it to music and I didn't want there to be sound recorded, which is one thing I think about experimental film, maybe depending on what you're doing, really helps you just feel a bit more free because as we all know sound is like 80% of a film so yeah it kind of went from there and and because as I was saying I, I do write poetry alongside screenwriting but very sporadically and normally only about very specific topics which is relationships and people I've met so that's kind of how I intertwined like the voice for this film which is the witch which is the poem that I wrote um alongside the visuals so I don't want to say it's a revenge film (laughs) but it has that kind of theme you know I took I took on the characteristics of a witch being I don't know to me a sort of mysterious powerful um strong like symbol of uh yeah yeah feminist power and sort of channeled that energy into writing about an ex of mine. <laughs> um, and really it's about somebody or the, yeah, this character, which it which is me finding freedom out of a a situation. Um so they all sort of merged together. And Katie, my, my very good friend who's also edited edited this project, what she did with the edit. I mean, again, talking about experimental versus narrative, when you're you've got a bit more to play with, I think. If you're making an experimental film And I'm sure it's different for everybody And people might say different things Or completely disagree with me But with a narrative Obviously you're sticking to a structure More or less Or sticking to a script And you are confined by that To a certain degree Unless you are a director Who loves improv And you love seeing where actors Can go and take things Whereas for this and for me, because I'm I'm the only character in it, the only actor in it, I suppose, and it didn't have any dialogue. It was more about creating interesting visuals and, and seeing what we could get out of that and exploring just exploring location and I suppose like costume at the same time and how we could match what we were shooting to, to the words. So I would say that's probably the the biggest point in making an experimental film. I did not go into this wanting to make an experimental film. It started off as the editorial and then I thought, well, I'll make it a fashion film. And then it just kind of grew from there because I think the, the poem gave, gave the the character a lot more of a, a voice and a story. So yeah, I didn't even summarize it that well. It's a, it's a, yeah, a short experimental film about an ex-lover haunt, um, A witch haunting her ex-lover around Halloween
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really beautiful film It looks gorgeous um, Thank and you. Yeah, what, what was the funding process like for the film? The funding process was me
1: being like How much money can <laughs> I make this on? I am so lucky and fortunate to have some very talented generous friends who continue to say yes to me when I present them an idea so frankie my fantastic stylist we've worked together a few times now um i knew that if i couldn't like lock her in then it probably wasn't going to go ahead and she managed to you know literally do miracle miracles with this um got some absolutely amazing london-based and um international based designers to uh donate some of their their items for us their pieces for for me to wear um and then the rest of the budget was expenses and catering and a few bits of kit um so i think i spent just over 350 pounds on it on the whole i mean that it, it it's helpful when you're not spending loads of money on locations and there were only seven of seven of us in the crew. And I would obviously, you know, I very cheap actor. Um, <laughs> so no, no bees having to go there, but I don't know. I, th- I think we achieved so much on that, which is a, a testament to everybody that I was working with and Jordan, my DP, um, and yeah, just, just proving that you can, you don't need wild locations. Um, like her, uh, I wanted to make a club scene, for example, and we filmed that in a Tesco car park. So
0: <laughs> you can make anywhere a club with two series a, <laughs> in a car park. <laughs> Amazing, fun bit of behind the scenes trivia there.
1: Yeah,
0: genuinely. Um, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really think back to that and not laugh because it is just so funny. <laughs> I mean, you'd never know from watching, even yeah. <laughs> thank you um, i'll pass that on to everyone that's very, <laughs> very 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 good feedback although i do feel like i need to rewatch now and sh- with that in mind <laughs> and just see if i can tell at all so yeah obviously your film is in women x but um i don't know if you've submitted your film to any other festivals did you have any kind of festival plan for the film i have to be honest not
1: not really because i you know this project started as one thing as i've said and then evolved into sort of more of a film than I thought it would would be to be honest I, I've actually found it quite difficult to to place as a project um like I'm really pleased with it and lots of people who watched it have, have been very positive about it too but it's it sort of is a mixture of different things so in terms of a you know I I I obviously love Women X and I, it was, we finished it before the deadline. So I, there was no way in hell I wasn't going to apply. <laughs> I love this festival so much. And it's just been, it's been very much a sort of, we'll kind of see what happens. So I'm I'm obviously thrilled that it's part of the festival and I get, I get to come back, which is so exciting. So I'm trying to just see at the moment, I've applied to other festivals that have a short, short film category because um, I think it it might be a strong contender for that that category specifically, but no, there has been no festival plan really. I just wanted to yeah make a make a good good piece of work. and if there are any festival screenings or or selections, then that's absolutely a a bonus.
0: Sure, yeah, and finally, you know if you, have you got any advice that you would give to aspiring filmmakers? Or I guess any advice that you'd give to a past version of yourself? Oh, Yeah, this was a hard question as well um,
1: because (laughs) I feel like I constantly need advice. Um, So it's quite hard to... Yeah, it's, it's quite hard to give it when I feel like I am still learning so much and I still have so much to learn and I'm just continuing to try things and see what happens and make mistakes. And I think that's probably... In the five years, I guess I've been creating work sort of since Yellowbird because I made I you know we shot that five years ago now, which is which is really crazy. Yeah, all I could say is is just go for it and and try. I think it's easier said than done a lot of the time. And as I said, I'm really fortunate to know people who are happy to give up their time and and help me out and collaborate to, together on various various projects which isn't always always the case um but I have learned so much by just even you know coming up with some kind of concept or just just filming things on my phone and seeing what works I've become quite I, I do actually really like editing I've discovered and I've also learned a lot through editing just really silly like stupid little things that I've I've shot on my phone and yeah, it's just it's just to, to try because I think there are potentially so many good ideas that just never see the light of day because I don't know, maybe fear holds us back. And I I know that myself. Um, it is really scary to put yourself out there in in any way, but um I have yeah, learned the most by doing and not just sort of necessarily thinking about doing or dreaming about it it's actually just making the decision to be like right how am I going to make this happen and yeah I mean from that you don't really know what how how a project could evolve something I directed last year it sort of started as one thing and then became another and then I wrote a bit of I wrote a 10-page script for it and then it's now become an idea that I'm developing hopefully into a much more longer form project and I don't think that I would have discovered that and the ideas for that project had I not gone through the relatively painful process of trying to make something out of it in the first place but yeah I don't know if that's helpful at all it's just I think what I'm trying to say and what I try to say to myself all the time is don't be afraid because it's it just holds you back from everything and I can't remember. It's a director who said this as well. Just care about yourself more than anybody else first. You know, don't don't think about who else might like this. Don't make it for other people. Do it, do it for you, because I do think that's kind of why we're in this to a to a degree. Or if you are a creative person, it's like who are you satisfying? Like satisfy yourself first, and then you know worry about other, other people's opinions later. Because I think ultimately you know we're we're creative because it brings us happiness or brings us joy or brings brings people together and i think that that's why we do it so just go for it and yeah don't be afraid just do it and do it for you
0: (laughs) yeah i think that's great (laughs) advice and something yeah thanks always keep in mind yeah i think that's a great note to finish on so yeah thank you for listening and thank you so much to lucy for speaking with us um the witching is screening as part of women x 2023 which is taking place from september 9th to september 10th at the darlington hippodrome and online